Welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Pleased to have as our guest today, Coach Jamal Stewart from Centennial High School, Coach Alex Melton from Franklin High School. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, sir. Tonight's WCTV Game of the Week, Week 1. It's a little strange to say now, non-region matchup. Non-region matchup. i got to get used to that. It's the annual Battle of Franklin. It's WCS Game Day. So, gentlemen, we're real excited about you guys being here and appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedules. Coach Stewart, first of all, welcome to WCS and the Coaches Show. I appreciate you guys having us, and I love it so far. The transition to this county has been amazing, and I love it, and it's good football. So I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you, Coach. You grew up in Nashville. You played at Stratford. You come to us from East Nashville. You go 27-11 and 11 in three seasons including back-to-back -back state runner-up finishes to, this is kind of a dirty word around here, Alcoa. Oh, good. Dadgummit, <laughs> Alcoa. Uh, we're glad to have you, Coach. And, again, you've adjusted nicely. How did we get you away from your home? I'm glad we did it, but how did we do it? Uh, it was a tough decision, but, you know, when I came and interviewed, just the school body, the importance of athletics in the county, uh, the admin, I mean, you could just tell the environment was different in the whole county. And they take athletics really serious here. And just, just seeing the kids in the hallway before I even met them, you know, it just, it just gave me a special feel when I walked in the building. And I just felt like, you know, it's time for me to do something new. And I feel like Centennial is a good situation for us. And, Coach, right now you're 0-0. So everybody's real happy right now. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That's exactly how it works. Part of being a coach. Coach Melton, you're a veteran now. Obviously, you've been in this yeah. county for a while. Yes. Third year as head coach at Franklin. You're used to all the hype around the Battle of Franklin. But really, you've said this before, too. Obviously, this game, a lot of hype. Right. But the other ones, too. It's not just this one. Yeah, I mean, any any county-to-county -county game has, has been big. I mean, student sections are great. Centennial student section is great. Our student section is great. And it's just the atmosphere. Um, you know, tonight and and in any game that's county county rivalry type game is going to be awesome. And I know at game day tonight, coach, they're going to be very nice to you. I'm sure they are. <laughs> when you come up on stage, I know they are. I, I'm sure they will. I'm expecting a warm welcome. So, sure, yeah. so last year, Coach Stewart, you know, we bring up the coaches, we bring up the principals. Very conveniently, the principals at Centennial sent Coach Moore since it was a road game. And they, speaking of road, they rode him <laughs> on the stage. So. You get the home fans tonight, that's so that's right. good for you. <laughs> Coach Stewart, talk about this. Have you noticed this week, I mean, with Franklin, Centennial, have you noticed the feel of that Battle of Franklin? Can you tell it? I, you know, the best thing about it is you, you, know, you feel it everywhere you go. I went to the gas station and I had my practice shirt on, and then they was like, "You know what Friday is, right?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm the coach." You know, what I mean? <laughs> so, so they, you know, it's just I do feel it in the atmosphere. I feel it in the kids and the in the admin, the school body. Like I said, I know how big this game is. It's big for the community. It's just going to be a good game for the community tonight. And I'm just looking forward to have a good game and get out of that game uninjured and safe. Coach Melton, uh, year two. Probably felt a little different than year one. You feel a bit more used to what this means, this particular game, or feels the same? I do. I mean, it, region, non-region, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's Centennial, Franklin. You know, um, just right across the right across the street, pretty much. Um, kids are excited. You know, like Coach Stewart said, you people talk about it um, in Franklin County, wherever you go. Um, it's just it's a big deal, that, and and it's good for it's good for both schools. It's great rivalry. 
Well, I'm glad you guys are continuing to play it. And by the way, if you tried not to, I'm yeah. sure yeah. y'all wouldn't be allowed to. We're going to do that one, yeah. Let's talk a little game history. Now, obviously, you guys, Coach Stewart, you haven't been involved in any of these. Coach Melton, only two of them. It dates back to 1997. Franklin won the first 15 meetings. Uh, the overall series, though, now is 20-7, and seven, which means uh, six and five for Centennial in the regular season since 2012, seven and five overall. So since that 0-15 start, it's obviously changed up just a little bit. 2014 is the only time you played in the playoffs, which obviously won't happen this year. Centennial's won the last two. Again, Coach Melton uh, was involved in those games. Coach Stewart's your first one. Coach Melton, let me ask you this. There's been some streaks in this series. I went back and looked. Centennial had won four in a row. Franklin wins three in a row. Centennial now wins the last two. It seems like in these rivalry games, even though there's some streaks, mm -hmm. it sort of doesn't matter. You right. Throw the records out. I mean, what? I th you I'm, don't know who's going to win. That's right. I mean, I think that's that's just the way it is. And I think, you know, in our region um, <clears throat> and in our county, there's a lot of parity. You know, so it's games are going to be close. They're going to be tight. Um, they're going to be hard fought. And so you can, you know, whatever the record was before or after or, or whatever, I, I think you do throw that out the window. And when you put two rivalries together and just playing, um, none of that other stuff matters. Obviously, both of you 0-0 right now here with game one, but – I've often thought sometimes in these rivalry games too, and I'm not saying who's favored tonight, just, this is just a thought I'm throwing out there. Sometimes when you're the quote unquote underdog, it's almost better. It seems like, because it seems like the game's not quite as clean when you're so excited about playing one another. How do you offset that and say, hey fellas, I know you're excited, but chill. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think there's a, there's a fine line between, you've gotta, you've gotta, I mean, if you have to try to get up for this game, something's wrong with you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, um, but you've got to – there's going to be a lot going on. There's going to be – you know, lights are going to be on. It's the first game of the year. Um, you know, you've got some guys that maybe hadn't played in as many varsity games yet, and so you've got all that going on. But you've got to – you know, we've got to be focused, um, read our key, react to our key, that type of stuff. So there's – you know, you, you've got to be hyped up. You've got to be excited, but you've got to also um, – you, know, you can't be a squirrel dog, right, and get caught on everything that's going around you and all that stuff. So, you know, there's a fine line between those two. Coach Stewart, in preparing for the show here, I was thinking about uh, my good buddy Anthony Crabtree out there at the beach. I've coached out there with him for many years. The first game he ever coached was Beach Hendersonville. Hmm. It's kind of like this game, right. Franklin. And so they win that first game, and I went up to him and said, I don't know if you understand, but that's a great way to start your career. Rivalry game, get the win on the road. It's kind of the same feel for you here. The first game you've had as head coach of Centennial, and it's Franklin. So that's got to feel – I'm not trying to get you anxious about tonight's game, Coach, but it's a little different to open up with Franklin. Yeah, I want to say thank you for that. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, but like you said, like Coach said, tonight's game, if you have to get geared up for this, your, your mind and your heart's not in the right place. Uh, you're going to get a great team that's going to be well coached. They're going to fight. And like Coach said, the record goes out the window. It's the Hatfield versus McCoy situation. It's, right. it's neighbors, and you're going to battle. No matter who's on the field, they're going to battle for four quarters. So it's exciting, and you get geared up for every game, but I know this one means a lot to the community. But at the end of the day, it's four quarters, 12 minutes, you got to do your job. And how do you control your emotions is basically just, like Coach said, read your keys, do what you're supposed to do, and just play football. I know it's a big game for the community, but just still stay entwined in our rules, in our standards, and just play. Let's talk about, let's, let's get away from this game for just a second. 
I want to talk about your regions. Coach Melt, now it's Region 6, 6A, not yes. 7. Yes. Brentwood, Franklin, Independence, Ravenwood, Summit, Overton. I think most would say, and again, who knows here, we're, nobody's played a game. Brentwood and Ravenwood, sort of the favorites in the league. I think most would also say, Overton, you've got 10 games to play, you won't play 11. And then Independence, Franklin, Summit, battling for that three, four last playoffs. And I know you don't think like that. I don't. But now I'm kind of making you think that <laughs> yeah. way. Uh, is that – talk about the region a little bit. Well, I mean, it's kind of like I mentioned a while ago. It's, I think there's a lot of parity in the region, more so maybe than there has been in the past. Um, and we – you know, we don't take anybody lightly. When we look at our schedule, region, non-region, it's all tough. And I think these tough non-region games like tonight help prepare us for our region. Um, you know, in Overton too, I don't – they're going to be athletic. Um, you know, and they're going to be well coached. So it's, to me, it's, it's going to be a battle every week. Our kids got to approach it that week, that, that way, one week at a time, one game at a time. And that's what we're going to do. We'll let that other store stuff uh, sort itself out. And it will uh, by, the end of the, by the end of the year. But, you know, our job is to take care of the game that's in front of us um, starting with tonight. Well, that's the mm -hmm. thing about folks that make predictions. They're not out there playing. You know, right. you got to play the games every week, obviously. Coach Stewart, Region 6-5A, uh, Centennial for those that don't maybe know this, but I'm sure they do, you're in 6A last year. You moved down to 5A. Centennial, Nolensville, Page, Glencliff, Hillsboro, and the artist formerly known as Hillwood, James Lawson, right. <laughs> rounding out that region. I think most would say, and, and probably rightfully so, because they've been in the finals two straight years. It's going to go through Page. Mm -hmm. Centennial, Nolensville, I think most would say, are going to be right there with Hillsboro as well. Uh, probably the top four. And those are some pretty good programs now when you're talking about your region as well. Really good region. And like I said, like Coach said, outside of our region games, we're still going to play good football. But in region, is, that is a great region. Well-coached athletic teams is going to – you're going to have to wear your work boots every Friday. You know, and, that, and that's the best part about this region and all. You get to see really good football. You don't have to search for really good teams to play. You can Friday every Friday night, this Friday night, and every Friday night after that in the region, these teams are going really, really good, and it's exciting and it's fun. And the kids get to experience different sides and different communities when we play these other teams. But like I said, Page is known to be the top team right now. Nolensville is well coached and they've had a good team, and we don't take anyone lightly. Like I said, we were we so we watch. Film down, we sit as a group, we go through cards. We're not going to be any, any team, but it's exciting to have a good region like this to help you prepare for in the playoffs. Is it fair to say, and I'll start with you, Coach Melton, I'm sure I'm biased in saying this because we've got five teams in one of the regions and three in the other. Now, you might find, you know, taking Oakland, obviously, they've been great. But top to bottom, you play in the best 6A region, I think. Would you agree I, with that? I'd say it's up there. I mean, I don't know, you know. You look at Murfreesboro and Oakland; those regions are really, really good. Um, but it, it's got to be—it's one of the top, I think, six um, A regions in the state. I would say for sure. I think the five A region was there too, but now that you guys have moved, I, I think again, I think that's the best region in five A, top to bottom. Yep. What are your thoughts about that, Coach Stewart? I, I think, like I said, I think our region is really good. They're going to compete, uh, especially deeper in the playoffs, and. Across town, you know, the beach the beach region would probably be the one that you end up meeting. Uh, well, you have to meet anyway, but I think they have a good, couple good teams in there as well. So, like I said, every Friday night in our region, we're going to have to compete. It's not a walk in the park. 
I take no one lightly. Like you said, James Lawson, the new school, they got a new coach, and he came from Brunwood Academy, so I'm pretty sure he's going to try to gear them up. So we don't take anyone lightly. And like I said, every Friday is going to be a good football game. Coach Melton, uh, I know a lot of people in your region are talking, thank goodness we don't have to go to that Me good teams in Memphis, but the right. driving situation was right. kind of – getting the bus and getting there. I mean, that's kind mm -hmm. of a mess. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's a problem you want to have yes, sir. come into the season, but uh, – I like that. You? I do. I think it, you know, it's closer. It's easy for fans to travel. Um, like you said, we'd love to have that opportunity and have that problem, that issue. I'd love to find a bus week 11, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, so that's what we're working working towards. But I think, you know, a little bit closer makes it easier travel-wise, makes it easier getting out of school to get there on time and, and preparation-wise and all that. Well, and no pressure here, Coach, but my counterpart on Sports Connection, Mr. Tate Matthews, has said, the surprise team of the year in 6A, the Franklin Admirals. That's yeah. Tate, you know. We love Tate, so we'll see if he's right. But like I say, we're working every day to make that to make that happen. So we'll see. And Tate also says, Coach Stewart, it's that Page Centennial game. Circle it. Whoever wins that game is going to win the region. We'll sounds see. good. <laughs> it sounds good. If we get to that point, and that's good, that situation. I mean. We had a great year then, you know what I mean? So and that's what I'm looking for too. And we know what it takes. If you be paid, you got a good chance to be the number one seed and move on to the Knicks. But like I said, we don't sleep on Hillsborough, Nolensville. Them guys want to come and compete. So I, like I said, for the hundredth time, every Friday would be the same preparation. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. Well, in your sport, all sports are like this, but certainly football. You know, it's next man up as the mantra for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because every play is a train wreck, potentially. Right. That's going to have a lot to do with the two, Coach Mel. Right. You never yeah. know what the injury is going to look like. That's right. you got to be prepared. The kids, you know, we tell our kids, everybody on this football team is important. Everybody's important. Everybody matters. And everybody's going to have an opportunity at some point. So you've got to prepare that way. Coach Stewart, I'm just curious about this. I'm just making this assumption. Uh, moving from East to Centennial, different classes, even in practice, you're dealing with a lot more guys out there, right? Uh we, we had a nice amount of East Nashville, but right now, you're right, it's, we're up to 100-something counting the freshmen, uh, which is a good number to have. You know, a lot of people like the numbers, but, you know, it, it, it adds cost and it's more equipment and things like that, which is, we have a good support system, so we, we kind of got that squared away. But handling 100 kids is, 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 is a handful, which is a good thing to have because you want to have a young crew to help develop your future. So I, I'm a firm believer in developing your freshmen because they're your future. You know, we, we have guys that coach at the freshman level, but we all coach every everything. So we're doing varsity defense, the offense is down there with the freshmen. So we want them to get acclimated as much as we can so they understand what we do. Like Coach said, next man up. I don't care how old you are, if you're a football player, you're gonna play on Friday night. So I've always had, a, my freshman right tackle was, a, he was a freshman, he's a senior now. He, he's Nashville, he started as a freshman. So if you're good enough, you're gonna play. And so if you're, if you're intertwined with us and you work hard, you're going to play practice and play varsity and freshman if you can. So that's a big part of what we try to do. Let's talk about your offenses a little bit. Coach Melton, Brewer Wilson, I'm sure to a lot of people, he seems like he's like 27 years old <laughs> because he's played so much. Yes, yes. Sir. But he's only a junior. He's a junior. You've got to be excited about having him. And, you know, I, I can remember going to your games two years ago, almost nervous for the guy. Just because he's a freshman. I mean, you're back there playing right. QB right. as a freshman. Uh, in a lot of those games, let's face it, you were outsized on the line in a lot of those games too. But he's come through it. 
uh, and he's really one of the best in the league. He he's good. He's a, he's a he's a really really good football player. He's a better kid. He's a better person. Better kid. His demeanor, love his demeanor, man. As a quarterback, he he's just pretty even kill. Like that doesn't mean he doesn't care. He just, he doesn't get too high or too low. If he makes a mistake, he's right back in the next play. He doesn't let that affect him. Like I said, he's he's played played a little bit as a freshman. Played all year last year, so he's you know he's got another year under his belt. Um, you know, he's seen more things now. He's got more experience. Had more practice time. And, uh, you know, we love him. He's a great kid, and he's a great leader for our kids. Lucas Young, uh, that's a young man. I watched you guys early in the year last year, and he wasn't out there. I watched you later in the year, and, man, he makes a difference in terms of what y'all can do offensively to have him out there as a weapon. Yeah, he does. I mean, and, again, kind of like Brewer, he's, he's pretty even-killed. He's kind of, you know, he doesn't say a whole lot, um, so it's kind of hard to know what, what's going on in his mind sometimes. But he uh, – you know, he's done a great job for us as well. Um, they work well together, and, you know, they've been buddies for forever, went to middle school together and all that stuff, so they've got a pretty good connection. Coach Stewart, uh, must be nice to come over to Centennial High School, and you've got the reigning Region 7-6A offensive MVP in Tanner Lee. Looking at some of his stats from last year, 1,300 yards rushing, 13 of those are touchdowns, and 275 yards receiving. Nice to have a weapon like Tanner Lee on offense. Man, he's a great kid. Like, like I know I keep piggybacking off him, but he's when you're a coach, a lot of things align. Uh, Tanner Lee's a great kid. He does not talk. He does not talk. Now, he's a leader on the football field, but in the locker room, you don't hear him talk. He'll just laugh. But great kid, great weapon. Uh, he does a lot for us. I mean, we, we actually do got the package. Don't listen to this right yeah. now. We got a package. We, we'll let him play wide receiver some, though, because he's just an athlete, and we'll move him around a little bit and things of that nature. But great kid, great kid to have, even better in the classroom, better in the community. He's and, never missed a community event. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Uh, that, that really is. Dominic Reed, another young man that really just a football player, if you want to talk about that guy. He's a Wilco finalist for defensive MVP in the county. Tanner was on offense and also – football player of the year. So Dominic playing offense and defense both. Here's something with your offense, both of your offenses. Kerry Collins taking over as offensive coordinator for Franklin. Coach Stewart, I think you're known for this too. The comments I'm hearing from folks and watching y'all play early is moving those guys around. Take a Lucas Young, put him in different spots, get him the ball. Is that accurate I mean, in saying that, Coach? I think that's – when you got guys um, – that you want to have the ball in the hand, and Coach Stewart mentioned this a while ago. You got to move them, put them in different spots, and you know that's just putting your kids in the best posi best position to be successful. Um, you know, so Coach Collins has done a great job. His his demeanor is great with our kids. Um, kids love him. You know, and, and he's done a great job of moving some guys around and, and doing some things. Coach Stewart, you're sort of known for that too. You mentioned it earlier, but listen, we're talking high school here. This isn't college or the pros. Sometimes you've got two or three guys that need to have it in their hands, mainly, every play. So you do that too, right? So we cross-train our kids in every position, even for the offensive line. So offensive line, you got to learn all five positions. Wide receivers, you got to learn all, all three positions. Uh, running backs, H-backs, whatever, all three positions. So we will have the best personnel on the field at all time. You know, if you don't, if you only want to learn your route in the game, somebody might go down and you, you only know those routes. So we cross-train a lot. And, move those guys around and flip formations and things like that just to get them in the space we need them to get to to have the best 11 on the field. And then it helps you build depth as well. 
So when everyone learns everything, everyone can play at any position and builds depth for your program. And it also keeps your kids active. So if you're behind Dominique Reed, you probably know you're not going to get in the game because he's going to be in the game a lot. Well, if you learn everything, if someone goes down, you can replace that guy. You're not just behind Dominique Reed the whole time. And Dominique Reed's a special kid, and he, like I said, he can play it all. I watched him last year play quarterback at times. I watched him play running back and H-back and wide receiver. And, and he'll line out in line if you needed him to. For Centennial football, he'll do whatever you ask him to do. And that's the kid you want. You wish you had 100 doms. Just a smiling kid all the time, always joking, having a good time. He's never down. He's just that guy. That he, he brings the energy every day, and that's what you need in your program, and we're, we're lucky to have him and look forward to him having a good game tonight. Well, and you talk about Lee and Reed and Young, guys that play other sports too, and that athleticism uh, really shows. Let's talk a little bit on defense. Coach Melton, obviously you're known for being a defensive guy, a defensive coordinator there at Summit High School for that state championship team. You called the defense your first two years as head coach. You've got Coach Donnie Webb, who's also very much like you, a defensive-minded guy. I thought it was real interesting in you talking about, look, I'm going to let him do that because I need to be focusing on managing these games. Talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, he's Coach Webb. I mean, you know, he's, you know, you trust him. He's going to do a great job. He's he's been great um, to help out and to be willing to come back. You know, like I said, I've told you several times, he didn't have an ego. Doesn't, you know, he, he loves kids, he loves coaching kids, and that's what he wants to do. You know, and that's what it's all about. He's all about Franklin High School. So, um, you know, and, and he has done a great job with that and will continue to do that. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you call it as a head coach, done that, you know, but sometimes if you've got guys that you can put that with, um, I think it's great to, to, um, to do that, you manage, you see both sides a little bit better, manage it a little bit better, I think. Um, it allows you to do that, so. And how's that looked for you? Because this is the first time, I guess, in your career that you haven't been, the, been a coordinator, or at least responsible for part of one side of the ball. Has it been a little different? Are you like, man, I got a lot of time on my hands. No, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're still involved. I mean, you, you're gonna be involved on both sides. Sure. You know, so it, it's, it's not, I mean, it's just in practice sometimes you, you know, you pull back a little bit, you just got to kind of um, just watch a little bit more. Not watch, but but you're not – try not to overstep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let those Let those guys do. And, you know, we all have – the bottom line is this. With your coordinating – everybody's coordinating. It ain't just one – it's not just one guy doing it. So every, if your coaching staff is right, everybody's involved, everybody's got input, everybody can say something, and you don't get feelings hurt. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can you – can, you can, if somebody puts something on the board – you can challenge that, and everybody. You just got to talk it out and do those type of things, and that's that's a good coaching staff. That's who we got on on uh, you know our staff. I know Coach Stewart's got a great staff, and they do a great job too. And I, and I think he would agree. You got to be able to have those conversations and not get your feelings hurt, and people get all mad and all that stuff. And sometimes those conversations aren't easy, but mm -hmm. you know everybody's got to you got to talk it out. If, if something's not right, if you don't agree, you got to say that. Now it may it may go, it may not go. But you got to be able to voice your opinion and say those things, and then work it out. In the end, it's what's best for those kids. Like we got to put. Sometimes you got to put your pride aside and do what's best for those kids based on what you got. And that's, you know, he he does that. I think we all do that on the staff. You know, it works well. And and two, kids can see right through stuff. If if there's yes, animosity between coaches, kids can pick it up quicker yeah. than anybody, and they'll know. And then it's going to create. It's just going to create havoc. Yeah. So. Well, you know, one of the things, I know I talk about it a lot, and it seems like no big deal to you, Coach Melton, because you and Coach Webb, both, the egos aren't there, it's still pretty darn unique. 
in that you've got the guy who was the previous head coach that you replaced, and now he comes back and hell, it's just to me it's fascinating to watch and a pretty cool thing. It's about it's about those kids. It's about Franklin High School. It ain't about myself. It's not about Coach Will. It's not. Yeah, it's cool, man. It really is. I know I'm proud of seeing that. Coach Stewart, let's talk about your team defensively. Again, Dominic Reed, co-athlete of the year in Region 7-6A last year, four interceptions, three forced fumbles, 78 tackles. Talk about your defense. What, what do you think about them going into the year? Well, it, it, it's got to be more than Dominic Reed to get to that point. If he's coming free on off the edge or in the secondary or whatever he, wherever he is, it's because those guys up front are taking up blockers. And our D-line has done a pretty good job this summer. Uh, Keegan Scruggs is really good up front. He's really quick, really good with his hands. Uh, and we got some young guys getting some, a lot of reps to replace the guys from last year. And our secondary does a good job communicating. I've been harping on that a lot lately, just communicating. Because you know where you're going to get challenged at. And we got um, Jiren Ote, who plays out, uh, our corner. He's really fast, really smart kid, athletic. And then you got Jaden George. We have him on the outside as well in the secondary. He does a good job in Kenai Johnson in the secondary. So our secondary is probably our strong suit. I mean, we, they do a good job communicating and running to the ball. And uh, we're just excited to have them on the field because we preach communication. Communication is everything. You can have the best talent, but if you don't communicate, you're going to be in a bad situation. Just like, just like Coach said, our, our staff, we have to communicate. And he goes our side, like Coach said. We have we, – it's not a dictatorship, you know what I mean? When I say that is we're out here, out here for the kids. So I know this sounds great. We'll never, I'll never berate or disrespect the coach, but I tell them, hey, I, I didn't sign up this, for this job to worry about adults' feelings. I care about these kids. And our job is at the end of the day, put them in the best situation. So if you have your own agenda, you know, you can't be in our room. And I think that's what's made us successful. So, cause I got the, Dr. Dyson allowed me to have a chance to bring my guys with me too from East Nashville. And they, that kids love them, they bought in. Because at the end of the day, if, if the kids know you care about them, they'll do whatever you ask them to do. And so when we, we make it competitive and we get the kids lined up on defense, and it's all about mentality on defense. Alignment, assignment, aggression. Line up right, know what you're doing, and just get to the football. So our, fo our defense has got some really good restarted, starters returning, and so they get to the football pre pretty good. So I'm excited to see it tonight. Let's talk about this. It, it seems like when I talk to football coaches this time of year, one of the things that scares them the most is special teams because it's kind of hard. What you do in practice and what you do in scrimmages and obviously seven-on-seven seven doesn't really exist. It's sort of the unknown starting the year. Is that accurate, Coach Coach Melton? It's all – well, in your scrimmages, a lot of times your special teams are, are dead, mm -hmm. um, you know. So it, it is. It's kind of hard to see. Um, but there's – there's a huge point of emphasis on those. I mean, special teams for us, especially, are an equalizer. Um, if we can, we, we've got to win special teams, be really good on special teams, um, you know, and that, that helps. That's an equalizer for us. So it's, you know, we, we work it, it's preached, but, you know, when the lights are on and it's live, whistle to whistle, um, you know, sometimes it's unknown until you, until you get in there. And, and Coach Stewart, it seems like, again, talking to football coaches this early in the year is, is when you kick and your, your coverage is heading down the field, sometimes they're so excited they run themselves out of the play. That can happen a little bit early on in the year, right? You hope it doesn't, but. So, the, we, like I said, communication and discipline. The only thing I said that would have hurt you the most is being undisciplined. And so we harp on standing in your lanes, squeezing, doing your job. And I said at the end of the day, if you do your job, we're fine. 
don't try to overcompensate and think someone else is not going to do their job. That means you don't trust them. So we harp on that a lot. And then we, we talk about just, just staying consistent. And special teams is not a playoff. You know, some, now, now this day and era, some kids think special teams is not important. And they can win, lose, or get you back in the game, every game. And, uh, you know, coming to Williamson County, I'm very excited because now i got a kicker. I've never had a kicker before. So, you know, so <laughs> we definitely have kickers. I have three. <laughs> so, Put an end zone every time. <laughs> yeah, so I have three, and it's exciting to have someone like that. And, like, he, and he takes pride in it. And our kids take pride in it. Like, we do these drills where we try to get in his head. I'm going to work right in his ear at practice. And he's, like, ice cold. I mean, he does a good job. and It's not a playoff. We take pride in it. You know, our, our kickoff team takes – they take pride in running down there, but you really didn't get you really don't get a good look in your scrimmages because, like I said, they're dead. So it's just it's just an attitude attitude and effort. Get down there, do your job. Let's talk a little bit more. Again, our time's getting getting close here. Offensively tonight, what are some keys for the Franklin Admirals? Uh, like always, eliminate turnovers. Right, penalties, turnovers. We, you know, we're, we don't we, like every team. We don't do well starting behind the sticks. First and fifteen, first and twenty, second and twenty. So. You know, penalties, eliminate turnovers, give herself a shot to get, have three good plays and get a first and get 10 yards, you know, that type of stuff. Um, and just protect the football and be physical up front. Coach Stewart, how about for your team offensively? Uh, control your emotions, do your job, trust your eyes, and just fly around and have fun. Play for your brothers. That's really what we talk about. Play for your brothers, play for your side of town, control your emotions, and do what we've coached you to do since we got here. How about a defensive key or some keys tonight, Coach Mellon? Well, that's going to be opposite for us. And I mean, you know, we talked about Tanner Lee and those guys, they're hard to tackle, right? And so we've got to eliminate space as much as we can, try to create some turnovers, um, get the ball back to our offense as, as much as we can, and, and then fly around and run the ball. Read your key, react to it, try to win the point of contact. And, and Coach Stewart, I'm just curious with you, and I know you guys watch old films from last year. You're watching East Nashville and you're watching Frank, but it's a little bit different. They've got a new, different coordinator. It's got to be in trying to prepare for Franklin. There's some unknowns there. Mm -hmm. So what we try to do is at the, at the end of the day, you, you can't stop everything. You have to prepare yourself to stop. What are their, what are their high value plays? And we do a good job of trying to get our guys to understand what they're trying to do, what's their strengths and things that who they got to get the ball to. So we, we don't, we don't overcoach them, if that makes sense. Because when you put a lot on the kids' plate, you still have to go to school Friday. And so you got that and that. So we just say, hey, these are our five, six things that we need to focus on and just, just play football. And at the end of the day, football, Coach said it, read your keys. Your keys don't lie to you. You know, you know it gets you to the football. It gets you to where you're supposed to be and just stay disciplined and play hard-nosed football. Gentlemen, I know it's been busy getting the season started. Appreciate you guys being here. Good luck tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for the Coaches Show. We'll see you next time.